Hi and welcome to this episode of Health by M, the podcast with me, Mathilde, your host. And in this episode, I will talk about minimalistic living and owning less. A topic that I've been thinking about a lot recently, especially now when I have just moved. But in fact, this is something that started about a year ago for me. And I just felt the need to go through my apartment and my basement and, yeah, simply go through and clean out every box, every drawer, and, yeah, every space that I had, mostly just to know what I was actually storing, but then also to get rid of things that I didn't use anymore. And, yeah, this led to a big clean-out, and I sold a lot of clothes, I donated some, and yeah, it just felt really, really good afterwards. And then by New Year's, I wrote an article in Vogue Scandinavia about cleansing and preparing your home for a new year. And in that one, I interviewed a couple of people, one of them being an expert in feng shui, and This is a Japanese way of living, but it's often talked about when it comes to homes and decorating and cleansing and cleaning homes. So what I learned was that we have an energetic bond to everything that we own. So it doesn't really matter if you put something away in your basement or a drawer, you will still feel some sort of connection to the things. And cleaning out any space has to involve getting rid of something like giving it away selling it or something because if you still have this room packed with junk or you have this drawer where you just throw random things in and you you think now it's clean like it's not because you still feel this energetic connection to everything that you own and even though they're locked away somewhere you can still feel stressed because you feel this energy between you and this thing and for me like this really resonated with me and I understood the importance of keeping even my basement really clean and tidy and knowing that that space affects me even though I think it's outside of my apartment and somewhere I don't really go that often it's still something that's connected to me and yeah, like I said, it just made a lot of sense. And uh, it inspired me to keep cleaning out the space to just be mindful about the things that I own and really just keeping things that I liked and that were useful. So then after I wrote this article, I actually did one more big clean out this April. And yeah, I did the same thing. I got rid of so many things, sold a lot of clothes and cleaned my apartment, the basement. I went through my boxes and drawers and everything. And then now when I decided this summer to move, I did it one more time. And this time around, I was more like, okay, now I've, you know, I don't have anything left (laughs) to get rid of. This time it's just going to be going through the boxes, labeling them and so on because I already had a lot of things packed. But no, I actually found so many things that I hadn't used in a while. 
I found so many more clothes, skincare products, makeup, you know, so many things that I've saved just because I just thought they were useful. They could be useful sometime in the future. Or I don't know why I kept them, but some things, it takes a while for some things to actually come to the point where you're like, okay, now I'm ready to let go. Um, but now when I'm done it, it feels so, so good. And as of right now, I own a coffee table, a lamp, a chair, and then I have a few boxes with like kitchenware, pillows, blankets. I have a few suitcases of clothes, one suitcase with books, and then I have a few boxes with like everyday stuff such as notebooks, um, crystals. I have a few things, of course, left. <laughs> but I think the last time I owned this little was probably when I was a baby. And yeah, it just feels so, so good to let go of things. And knowing that somebody else can use the things better. And I think it's interesting because I think I mentioned this in episode 24 or like a previous episode that I did this hypnosis this summer and I realized that my lifestyle didn't align with how I wanted to feel when it comes to just money and life in general. I didn't feel as abundant and free as I want to. So that's why it just suddenly felt so right to get rid of my apartment and uh, sell a lot of things and just live more minimalistic and really owning less. So... Like I think I said it before, but again, it's so fascinating to me to see how this changed. Because if you'd asked me, especially two years ago, but even like one year ago, that, oh, do you want to give up your apartment and um, just sell all the furniture that you've collected over the years? I would be like, oh my God, are you crazy? No, no, no. But now it just felt so right suddenly. And um my mom even asked me a few times, like, oh, does it feel sad to let things go and to do this big transformation? But I was just like, no, this feels so right. And I actually feel happy to let go of these things because I can feel that they have served their purpose. They like, we are done, if you know what I mean, like our relationship has ended. So when I sold my dear couch or my tv and so on i just felt happy because i saw the other person the buyer getting so excited about this new thing i received some money and was just able to let go of this with love so yeah it was just such a win-win situation for all my sales and same with my clothes i've donated a lot and i know that they will come to people that need them more than I do. I've sold a lot of things and it just, yeah, it just feels so, so good. And um, I think it's important to know that, you know, and just reflect on when time's up and when we should let things go. And that can be hard. Like I said, it took a while. It took three big cleanouts and cleanses for me to let go of some of the things. And Yes, I have kept a few, of course, I've kept a few boxes with things from my childhood. I even kept some clothes that have some nostalgic value to me, like my graduation dress or the first dress that I bought for my first salary when I lived in Australia and other things that are lovely memories for me. But I think it's, it's interesting to just reflect on why we are 
collecting, even like hoarding things sometimes. And how that makes us feel, how it makes us feel when we have too much, to be honest, and why we are doing it to ourselves. And I think, I think most people can feel like, yes, in the moment, it can feel really scary to let go of things and to leave things behind. But afterwards, it's just so liberating and freeing to, to let go. And that was what I started to feel after doing that hypnosis earlier this summer, where I realized that how I felt around money and life in general, it didn't align with how I wanted to feel. So I realized that holding on to my apartment and the things in it, that made me stressed. Even though I loved my apartment and in one way, it was definitely worth the money, but I realized that my priorities had changed and now I value freedom and feeling abundant much more and I can clearly see that this is the right step for me and um, one might think that this is like taking a step back to get rid of a home and get rid of furniture that I've collected over the years But for me, I feel like this is the next step on my path and this is what will take me closer to my goals on my journey. So I think that's important to remember as well to just look at your own life and your own path, not comparing yourself with your friends and people around you because, yeah, most of my friends, they are really settling down and I'm doing the opposite. But to me, it feels like the right step. As you might know by now, Sakara is one of my favorite brands ever when it comes to wellness and nutrition, and I am beyond excited to be one of their ambassadors and to be able to offer this incredible deal and discount with you. And in addition to various products like amazing teas, supplements, bars, and so on, Sakara offers science-backed, nutritious, organic, ready-to-eat meals that you just order online directly to your home. And this is really something that I love about Sakara, that they make healthy eating so easy and fun. The meals are so, so delicious, and I always get so much inspiration whenever I've done a program. Their incredible meals really show how good healthy eating can be, how amazing healthy food can taste, and how there are endless ways of being creative with plant-based foods. So when eating Sakara, I always get so inspired to elevate my wellness and keep nourishing my body with good, nutritious foods. And I also love the samples and other goodies that you get in your delivery. I have also noticed that my sugar cravings aren't as strong after a few days of Sakara meals, which I think is so interesting and good. And in fact, I'm not the only one experiencing great results, but actually 92% of Sakara's clients have noticed results from supported energy to increased metabolic health. And especially this time of the year, after summer, when it's time to get back into routines, Sakara's Fall Reset is the perfect meal program to sign up to so you know for sure that you will start this new season healthy. 
when it's time to get back to work, school and routines, you know that you don't have to worry about getting your nutrients and fuel in. Sakara can help you with that. So Sakara offers this four week long fall reset meal program. And the upcoming start dates are September 18th, September 25th, and October 2nd. And in addition to these nutritious and delicious meals, you will also get a complimentary sweater from La Ligne in an exclusive Sakara green, plus one month access to the Sculpt Society founded by celebrity trainer Megan Roop. So if you're ready for four weeks of transformation, amazing food, exclusive gifts, and the best possible start to this new season, you should definitely click on the link to Sakara that I provided in this episode show notes and sign up immediately before time runs out. And best of all, everybody, if you are a new customer to Sakara, you get 20% off your order if you visit their website through the link I provided in the show notes and use the code XOHealthBiome. So you find the link and the code in the show notes and don't forget to take advantage of this exclusive offer if you're interested. And another thing I've been thinking a lot about, especially this summer, is that we can actually take advantage of experiencing things through others and we don't have to own them ourselves. And I'm going to talk a little bit more and explain more about this now so you know what I mean. But for example, this summer was all about work for me. And yes, it was also because of the weather. It wasn't the best summer on the Swedish West Coast, let me tell you. It was raining pretty much every day. (laughs) But yeah, I also had a lot of work and deadlines coming up in early August. So that was the reason why I pretty much spent every day this summer by the computer. And while I really enjoyed it, I also dreamed of days on the beach or just being on vacation. And one thing that I'm actually quite proud of when it comes to myself and my personality is that I rarely get jealous of people. I don't like jealousy at all. And my philosophy is that you're either happy for the other person or you make sure that you get the same thing yourself if you really want it. For me, you only have those two options. Of course, I've experienced jealousy, but I just think it's really, I mean, especially for myself, it's just a draining energy and feeling to have. I don't like to feel jealous. I rather turn that to inspiration and motivation. So something that I also discovered this summer is that in addition to feeling inspired and motivated by seeing others doing the things I want or having the things I want to have, I can kind of, you know, experience it through them. So When, as I was looking on Instagram and seeing all these stories and posts about the restaurants and the incredible beach clubs and nice weather and so on in France, Mallorca, the Hamptons, and everywhere I saw saw people on my Instagram were spending their summers, I really try to feel super happy for them and kind of using that to boost myself. And it really worked, to be honest. I 
I just felt that I could experience those trips through them. And I actually felt really appreciative of social media and the fact that we're able to share our lives that way. And I know this can be hard and it triggers a lot of people. And yes, it's not easy always to feel that happy for others. But I mean, like I said, I just don't think there's like jealousy is an option, especially if you care about yourself. Like it's also a selfish thing that I don't want to kind of give myself that draining and low vibrational energy. I understand it can be easy to go there, especially if you're in a very low period in your life. But at the same time, I mean, when I've been at my lowest, I've actually done the same thing, like I just mentioned, that I've really tried to nourish myself and boost myself with other people's happiness. When seeing things going well for my friends and people around me, even people I don't know, but just people I follow on social media, I think that makes me feel good as well. And if we're able to change any jealousy and any feeling of scarcity, it just helps us so, so much. And I really had a great summer, I mean, for many reasons. But in the end, I didn't really feel that I missed anything and that I had to go abroad and travel as much as my friends and followers did. I mean, I'd seen it all on Instagram and I was able to make it feel not just inspiring and motivating, but also I was able to be happy myself for that and experience it myself. And I could dream and think back on my own memories from times when I had visited places like that. And I, yeah, I genuinely felt happy for them and excited for them. And I was following some influencers in Sweden that went to Ibiza and I was just like, oh my God, they're going to have the best time. And I was so curious to see where they were going, what parties they were going and hotels they were staying at. And I, yeah, I know for some of you, it might sound silly, but I can really recommend trying this, especially if you feel that you have a tendency to feel jealousy. Yeah, just do it for yourself because jealousy always gives you that low frequency, low vibrational energy. It's going to drain you and It's just about the scarcity mindset. And something I often talk about when it comes to manifestation is that when you see things happening for others that you want, it's something that I call sun rays. And it's basically signs that the things that you want is on its way. Because when you see it happening to others, it means that it's very much possible for you as well. Remember that the universe is very abundant It's so, so abundant. So there is room for everyone. There is enough for everybody to go around. So that's just a little tip and something that's, it's definitely a life hack. I do it all the time, not just during summer, but I do it all, all the time. And yeah, like I said, it's not always easy. It's sometimes if it's something that's very close to my heart and something I care really, really a lot about it can be harder to tap into that gratitude I can admit that but once you do it changes everything and it can be smaller things as well like I was out walking this summer and I could smell somebody having a barbecue in a garden I was passing by and I hadn't had a barbecue this summer which is something I always had as a kid and 
I know it might sound silly, but for me, it's like a favorite thing to do. It's such a cozy thing, I think, to have during the summer to gather family and friends and um, eat really nice barbecue food. But instead of walking around and being sad about it, I was just like, oh, I'm wondering what they're eating. Maybe they're eating this and maybe they're having this as a dessert. I would definitely put some halloumi on the grill and maybe some, you know, I was just like daydreaming about it and kind of visualizing my own barbecue. And by doing that, it kind of felt that I was going to experience it myself. And now also learning more about the brain and how it works from my studies within hypnosis, I know that that type of visualization is so effective. And it can definitely make us feel that we are, in fact, experiencing it ourselves. Because when you do a visualization like that, it's almost like your mind doesn't even know it's not the reality for you. So once again, that's also a life hack and a tip to do that if you're craving something and if you, if something reminds you of something that you want to do or that you want to have, daydream about it, visualize it, and just keep nourishing it with these higher vibrations and higher energies and thoughts because then it will come back to you and you will also kind of experience it even though you're not, if you know what I mean. So yeah, I hope you kind of understood what I'm trying to say. And please let me know if you have any questions. Please let me know if this is something you practice yourself and so on. I would love to hear. Another incredible back-to-routine steal that I have to share with you is from IIN, the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, which I am a proud ambassador for as well. I did my holistic health coaching education at this incredible school, and I can't recommend it enough. A great deal of the most successful wellness brands and entrepreneurs we have today has taken this program, and the visiting faculty also includes some of the biggest names within the industry like Deepak Chopra, Melissa Boutepeberg, Danielle Dubois, Sarah Rose, Gabby Bernstein, just to name a few. And once you enroll and start going through the modules, it's really easy to understand why so many love this school and program. And I personally think it's because you really get to cover the whole foundation of holistic health and go over everything from macronutrients, mindful movement and spirituality, to career, finances, and relationships. This course has helped me so much when it comes to health and wellness, both professionally and personally. And if you want to learn more about holistic health to better take care of yourself and your loved ones, or want to pursue a career within this industry, I would even go as far as saying it's an essential program and definitely the course for you to take. And if you sign up now in September and use my name, Mathilde Vergeland, as your referral, you get $1,800 off the program. Yes, you heard that right. You get $1,800 off tuition. So if you've been thinking of signing up to this program, now is definitely the time. And in the show notes, you find the spelling of my name and a link to IAN where you can get more information and also try a free sample class. 
So don't forget to sign up as soon as you can now in September if you want to take advantage of this exclusive offer of $1,800 off tuition. Now back to the episode. And then another thing I just want to touch on when it comes to minimalistic living is how to create a minimalistic wardrobe. And as some of you might know, I love fashion. I just think it's really fun to put together outfits. And something that I've noticed is that having a capsule wardrobe, meaning clothes that you can style in endless ways and you can mix and match with each other, and you are more like mindful of the things that you buy. That has helped me so, so much. And and I think clothes can definitely be something that can stress us out because we are constantly bombarded with new styles, new collections, new this and that. Like even in July, you get the fall news and fall collections coming in the stores. And it's always this constant just buying more and more and more and new, new, new. So one thing I really tried during this past few years, and especially this last year, is that I wanted to create this capsule wardrobe with styles that I can mix and match with everything. So the colors that I have are mostly black, white, gray, beige, brown, some cocky like dark green colors, but mostly very earthy tones. And then I realized that I don't need 10 pair of denims. I like now as of right now, like to be honest, I have one pair of white jeans and one yeah, a gray pair. I don't have anything else. Like those Two pair of denims are the only ones I own. I, of course, I have a few sweaters and I have I have a lot of workout clothes, let me tell you. But I mean, in one way, for my, my excuse is that it's my job <laughs> to work out. But I have, for example, one black t-shirt, one white, one beige. And the funny thing is that when, when you own that little, you realize that it's enough and no, I don't walk around in dirty clothes. I I wash my clothes and I find ways to mix and match and use them anyway. So yeah, you'd be surprised how little you actually need. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've never been a fan of colorful clothes. Um, sometimes I would use a colorful dress. I have one green dress pretty much everything else is in beige black or white so I don't really know how this works if you like to wear a lot of colors maybe you can create a capsule wardrobe anyway but yeah I don't really know how but this is just how I do it and yeah like I said I um, I think you'd be surprised how much clothes we are constantly told we're needed and how much that can stress us out and how little we actually need and a few years ago, I realized that I was buying things that I didn't need. And I didn't really know why I was doing it. And I was even joking with a friend. I don't know if I told this already, but I was like, I had a friend, she was doing the same thing. And we were joking that we could almost put logistics manager of H&M on our resumes because we always had a package either coming or going from H&M's websites. And I think my excuse was that 
I found so many nice things. I didn't know if I needed, but I would just buy it and see if they would fit. And then if they didn't, I would just send them back. So I always had these new styles. I like I knew every single new item on H&M's website and I just ordered everything that I found pretty and I ended up buying a lot of things that I didn't need and I for some reason I just felt such um, a craving for things and whenever I saw something pretty that was my style I was just like oh I have to have it I have to buy it and then I realized that oh do I really can I can I maybe enjoy you know that this item just exists but maybe not in my wardrobe or in my home and I just started to question why I had this need to have and own everything that I saw that I liked and then I realized that this was actually a coping mechanism for not wanting to deal with an uncomfortable feeling that I had. I had been through a breakup and I didn't really want to feel those emotions so especially in the evenings I would do this late night online shopping buying the things and make sure unconsciously that I was always busy. So that's what I was doing. And, you know, when I started to look at this from an outside perspective, I could call out on my own behavior and see what I was doing. And um, yeah, like I said, I just realized that I just bought so many unnecessary things. And I think that can be something interesting to just look at. Are you mindful about your purchases? Are you really buying things that you need? Or are you just buying because of other reasons? Because you're stressed, you're bored, you're whatever it is. I just think it's interesting to look at what we are doing. So what I'm doing now with my shopping is that I go on Pinterest. I find the images that I find inspiring. I save them. And I create a little mood board for the season or even the year. I usually do like one spring, summer, one fall, winter. And then I write a list of the things that I need and the things that I like. For example, this season I need a pair of winter shoes, but I would also like to get a new scarf, for example. And then I perhaps find a pair of shoes, a scarf, and maybe I find something else too. I found a dress, a shirt, and something else. And then I list everything that I like and that I want and that I need. And I write out the prices. Before that, maybe I set a budget. And I just try to match the prices with the budget. And I get an overview of the things that I need, the things that I want. And it's so much easier to see what I want and need to prioritize. And for me, this has really helped me to resist those spontaneous last minute shopping things. And, you know, when you just walk past a window and you see a nice skirt or whatever, and you're like, oh, I have to have this, you get this instant craving. But then you're like, no, no, I have my list. I have my folders with the photos of the things that I like and need. If I get this one, even though it's just, you know, it doesn't need to be that much. It still takes away from the budget that I have. It still means that I maybe I can buy this thing I really want. So no, I'm not going to buy it. And I've done this a lot recently. I was in Barcelona this past weekend. I found a lot of nice things. And in the store, 
as I was trying them on, even on my way to the checkout, I was like, oh, I'm so happy I found these. I mean, they were really my style. I kind of needed them, not necessarily, but I remembered, no, I have my list, I have my budget. This is not what I want to prioritize. And now afterwards, I'm so happy that I didn't buy them and that I could just appreciate how nice they were, but I didn't have to have them myself. So this is just a tip of how you can be more mindful about purchases and shopping, creating a wardrobe that's sustainable. And that's something I also realized now when I've been doing these cleanouts that the things that I have left are the high quality, mostly more expensive items that I've been collecting over the years. And the materials are the ones that last longer, cashmere, silk, wool, leather. So that's something that I really encourage you to do. And it's also something that's even possible now when you buy less, that you have, maybe you have more money to, to spend on fewer items. So the next time you have to buy a new winter coat, you have more to spend on something that's better quality, that's going to last longer, which is both better for you and the environment. So just another tip for mindful shopping. So I hope this will inspire you to detox your home and life a little and get rid of the things that you're better off without. To notice the liberating feeling of owning less and simply being more mindful in your choices when shopping. I also hope that you felt inspired and excited about these incredible deals I shared from Sakara and IIN. So definitely sign up before it's too late if you're interested. And by doing so, you're also able to help support the podcast and help by MSI earn commission from these codes and referrals. And like always, if you felt that this episode gave you something, rating the show, leaving a review or sharing it with a friend also helps so, so much to spread the show. And I'm so thankful for your support and feedback. All right. I hope you liked the episode. Please let me know what you think. Give me any feedback and have a wonderful rest of your week and take care.